0: what's good people cj williams for culturalist theory back with a monster video for you it's the end of the year so we're doing the top 22 albums of 2022 now this list is more like my favorite albums of the year so please keep in mind i didn't get a chance to listen to everything you know starting this whole youtube channel and whatnot so if something is missing that you feel should be on here throw it in the comments and put me on i'll check it out with that out the way grab a snack and get comfortable let's get it number 22 babyface ray face detroit's rap scene has grown up in recent years and one of the artists leading the charge is babyface ray having never heard a full project of his only peeping him on features admittedly i wasn't a fan the sleepy delivery didn't move me and i didn't believe the hype but after checking out his debut i'll admit i was wrong one of the pleasant surprises of 2022 his debut face is laced with enough heat to garner repeat plays throughout the year even from a non-believer like myself. Go ahead and add Six Mile Show, Let Me Down, and Overtime to a playlist if you're late to the party like I was. Number 21, The Game, Dramatic, Heart versus Mind. Teased way back at the beginning of the year as the best album of his career by The Game himself, we finally received the Double Disc Project in August. Sporting a robust 30 tracks, 32 if you count the NBA Youngboy Assistant OPP, and the Nipsey-featured World Tours, which were both removed from the final project. Bangers on here are Easy with Ye, Talk To Me Nice featuring Meek Mill and Moneybag Yo, and Money Cash Close with ASAP Rocky. Now, although it has its skips, more than enough features, and there's a ton of samples, it's plenty to like on this album still. Is it as high on his discography as he claimed it to be? After this video, check out our ranking of the game's albums to see. Number 20, Gunna, Drip Season Forever. Talk about an up and down year. Gunna went from having everyone from Nike to IHOP pushing P in late January to seemingly out of nowhere being arrested on a Rico charge with frequent collaborator Young Thug. That's unfortunate because it halted any attempts at promoting a very solid fourth entry in his popular drip season series. Bangers like Poochie Gown, South to West, and Thought I Was Playing would have easily rung out through the summer. Now that he's been released, we're sure plans for a tour are on deck because there's just too many bangers on here not to. Number 19, Sayari the Kid, The Shadow in the Shade. Top contender for Sleeper Album of the Year goes to former Cash Money artist, Sayari the Kid. The rapper, singer, songwriter is in his bag the whole project. Spitting over soul-sample laced production, joints like Press Zero with Benny the Butcher, Verbatim with T.I. and Saha, and The Good Middleman lend to the high replay value of the album. But the absolute standout is the reflective word to my Uncle Walter. Speaking about his dying relative, when he asks, You ever try to rap a verse, but you finna cry? You ever planned somebody death, but he didn't die yet? He will release a sequel to the project, The few months later but i think the original is the stronger of the two check this under the radar gym out when you get a chance and thank me later number 18 lotto 777 2022 was a coming out party of sorts for the south atlanta representative going through a rebranding shortening her name from mulatto to just lotto and dropping her sophomore effort 777 in the spring the gamble paid off as this project was the perfect album to reintroduce yourself to her mariah sampling single big energy was a crossover smash making lotto the first female rapper to hit number one on mainstream top 40 urban and rhythmic radio formats with the same song in addition to singles like Sunshine featuring Lil Wayne and a rare appearance from Childish Gambino, the album was balanced with more street records like Southside and Stepper. Throw in the TikTok staple, it's given, and it's clear Lotto hit the jackpot with this one. Number 17, DJ Khaled, God did. Okay, we know Khaled can be a bit much. Building up a reputation for overpromising and underdelivering is not the space you want to be in, and his borderline corny antics can turn some off. But when he delivers, you have to give props where they are due. He did just that what God did, which is easily one of his better offerings. More cohesive than most of his catalog, the album sticks with the semi-religious Donda-esque theme throughout. Speaking of, the title track was a moment in hip-hop as Jay-Z delivered one of his best verses in recent memory with Wayne and Ross Wright's shotgun, while newcomer Friday and veteran John Legend bodied the vocals. Other highlights include Party. Big Time and Let's Pray. Out of his 12 albums, his shooting percentage is below average, but I'm sorry, this one was heat. Get it? Miami heat? Shooting percentage? Ah, come on. Number 16, Conway. God Don't Make Mistakes. The Buffalo Boys have been extremely busy in the last four to five years, putting out mixtapes, EPs, and albums at a very high rate. Now, although it doesn't feel like it, but this is technically only Conway's second album, the long-awaited Shady Records project. Conway makes the wait worth it as he snaps on joints like Tear Gas with Rick Ross and Lil Wayne, John Wu Flick with fellow Griselda members Benny the Butcher and Westside Gun, and The Alchemist produced Piano Love. For those records, you get the grimy, gritty bars we've come to love from The Machine, but it's records like Stress that really show his range. Conway speaks on the lows of fame by posing the question, does anybody care that I'm stressed? Strong friends out there can relate, and it's these type of records that will keep his projects balanced and in heavy rotation throughout the years. That makes Conway two for two with these studio albums. Well done. Number 15, Jeezy, Snowfall. When we heard Jeezy and Drama were linking back up for a new album, mixtape, collab project, whatever you want to call it, we were cautiously optimistic. They've made magic in the past, but Jeezy's most recent albums have been, eh, let's just say underwhelming. Thankfully, Snowfall delivered on the throwback Jeezy sound we loved from the mid-2000s. We knew from the intro, when he said, I've been busy like the chef on Windy Hill at Papa Do's, that we were in for a treat. Can't lie, it's been a rocky road. Nigga, I've been busy like the chef on Windy Hills at the Papa Do's. Those. Cause that pop it stay slam on top of the intro joints like colors grammys and i ain't gonna hold you delivered on providing that nostalgic feel we were looking for matter of fact this wasn't jeezy on here this was young jeezy number 14 benny the butcher town of talk four the fourth installment of the popular mixtape series benny started way back in 2004 believe it or not was another w for the buffalo mc anchored by top tier production from dillinger and alchemist benny bodies records like weekend in the parrys tyson versus ali and thowie's revenge with ease does the album stack up against his most recent bangers like burden of proof or the plugs i met eh, not quite but it's not far behind we'd be remiss if we left this review without mentioning the standout lead single johnny peace cadillac featuring j cole the dreamville boss makes a strong case for verse of the year low-key murdering benny on his own record not looking too deep into that i'm just saying it happens to the best of them. The album's still fire though. Number 13, schmino Love For Rent. This was an album I admittedly slept on when it was released. I'm familiar with the St. Louis artist, but haven't checked out a full project before. After listening to Love For Rent, I will be running back his previous work and looking forward to his future joints too. The album is a complete vibe equipped with airy vocals, beat changes, and familiar sample flips. Highlights include No L's, Mode in a minute and pudgy with a little Uzi Vert. Also, gotta love the use of Jagged Edge's He Can't Love You on Defibrillator. Well done, Shmino you have a new fan. Number 12, Larry June, Spaceships on the Blade. A model of consistency, San Francisco rapper Larry June has been dropping quality material for years now, but it's something about his last three specifically that really connect. The latest Spaceships on the Blade might be the standout of the three. Chill, player vibes over top sample heavy production carry the 20-track project to the finish line. Whether traditional rap or harmonizing, the Bay Area representative is in his bag the whole project. If you sleep or are new to his sound, hit play on another day part two, and check out the video for the alchemist produced flamethrower breakfast in monaco that's three years in a row now june has dropped nothing but heat good job Lair. number 11 future i never liked you you couldn't listen to the radio for 10 minutes without hearing futures hit wait for you matter of fact it's probably playing on your local radio station right now as we speak that's the record that got the most attention off his ninth studio album i never liked you but there's more to it than just that bangers like 7 12 pm i'm that Nigga, and puffin on zooties reminded those who the originator of this new wave of trap sound is throw in the melodic Love You Better for a change of pace, and you've got another trophy in the cases for Future Hendrix. With nine albums under his belt, it may be time for a Future Albums Ranked episode. Let us know if that's something you'd like to see. Number 10. West Side Boogie – More Black Superheroes Three years removed from his debut, Everything's For Sale, Shady Records' hitting Jim Westside Boogie returns with another strong effort with more black superheroes. Fresh out of therapy, the Compton MC's topics of self-reflection and accountability work well over the smooth mid-tip on production. His and bars are on point on joints like lol smh2 stuck and the closest thing to a radio record nonchalant now is it better than his last project Eh, that's debatable but the good thing is it doesn't have to be at the end of the day you have another quality piece of work from a supremely underrated artist that's perfectly fine with me. Number nine, Denzel Curry, Melt My Eyes, See Your Future. I feel like Denzel was scratching the surface with his previous solid releases like Taboo and Zoo, but they didn't quite live up to the potential of the Carol City born creative. Well, I can't say that after this project because Melt My Eyes, See Your Future is exactly what I had been waiting on from him. A more mature, put together body of work, Denzel snaps over joints like Walkin', Sanjuro, and the posse cut Ain't No Way. Those may be higher energy records, but Curry is comfortable on more mellow joints too check out angels and worst come to worst when the grammys announced their rap album of the year category denzel was one of the most vocal about the albums that were left out and in case you missed it his was not included amongst other fan favorites Instead, commercially successful records like Future, Jack Harlow, and DJ Khaled albums were up for consideration. Mr. Curry is well within his rights to feel how he feels, mainly because he's 100% correct. It may have been a surprise to some to see his name up for Rap Album of the Year, but it wouldn't have been for me. Maybe next time, bro. Number eight. Nas, King's Disease 3. Debates about his relevance aside, the fact remains 30 years in and God's Son is still out here dropping quality projects. Is it better than his previous hitboy collabs like he stated it was? Shit, it might be. Which is crazy considering how strong those are. Nas is aging gracefully in this game we call hip hop and KD3 is the latest evidence of that. Backed by strong production and holding his own with no features or rarity in 2022, KD3 is 17 tracks of fire. I kinda wish this would've dropped a little earlier in the year to give me more time to sit with because it would likely be higher. Joints like Thun, Michael and Quincy, and even the bonus track Till My Last Breath shows Nas doesn't need to worry about having gas left in the tank. The boy running like a Tesla right now. Number seven, Jid The Forever Story. I have a confession. It took me a while to get to this project. While I listened to it the weekend it dropped, I only halfway listened, if that makes sense. I saw early on this was one of those projects that's gonna have to command my full attention. So I didn't double back around until after it dropped. In the meantime, I heard a lot of album of the year talk, which made me skeptical. Once I finally sat my ass down and soaked it all in, the hype was legit. Jid's first solo album in almost four years, he stayed active with Spillage Village and the Dreamville compilations in the meantime. The weight paid off as this is easily his best solo work. Lyrical exercises are left and right on records like Crack Sandwich, Radar, and Lauder 2. Then he slows things down for maximum clarity on better days and even jumps in his harmonizing bag on Cody Blue 31. Throw in the banging single Surround Sound featuring 21 Savage, and you have a project that matches the expectations. People had for Jid when Cole introduced him to most of us in 2017. Number six, Freddie Gibbs, Soul Sold Separately. What feels like his 10th album, but technically is only his 5th solo, Gangsta Gibbs has found a new level of success in recent years with his collab projects Bandana and Alfredo that he did with producers Madlib and Alchemist, respectively. The latter being nominated for a Grammy, prompting labels to call, one of which was Warner, and his first major label release was the highly anticipated Soul Sold Separately. Promoted as the album of the year by Gibbs himself when it finally dropped late September we see why he was standing so strong on that statement there's plenty to like on here as the concept album has a good mix of traditional verse hook verse records like too much with money bag yo or gold rings with pusha t to joints with no chorus and just straight bars like rabbit vision blackest in the room or a space rabbit the standout is grandma stole featuring music soul child where gibbs keeps it a stack about his baby mama drama and various rap beefs. and in case you missed the deluxe edition a handful of feature heavy bangers were added for good measure it may not be the number one album of the year but shit top 10 ain't bad either number five Joey badass 2000 serving as a follow-up to Joey's breakout mixtape 1999 almost 10 years to the day 2000 released in late July perfect summertime vibes you can close your eyes while listening and it'll feel like a hot Harlem day or at least that's how I would picture it a sharp left from the previously more politically charged all-american badass album 2000 provides much more feel-good vibes this time around just the right length at 14 tracks a handful of the right features and consistent production from Mike will static Collector among others, and what you get is an easy listening while you're riding or in a career playing 2K. Make Me Feel, Show Me, and Wanna Be Loved stand out from the pack for me. Also, the album sounds just as good on Shuffle as it does being played front to back. It may not have the accolades, recognition, or big billboard numbers as some of the other projects this high up, but I don't care. Quality is quality. Number four, Vince Staples, Ramona Park Stole My Heart. Is it me or has Vince Staples finally figured out this music thing? Not saying he hasn't put out good work before, but nothing to the Level of his self-titled 2021 project, and certainly not like this. Painting a vivid picture of life in the LBC, joints like a free to homies, Rose Street, and the standout when sparks fly set the stage for a good kid mad city type vibe the album is short on features which i have no issues with as only ty dollar sign and little baby make appearances i can't help but see tv or possibly film in staples future as many of these records have a cinematic feel to them special shout out to the producers on here as well unlike the last project where he was locked in with one producer kenny beats staples takes a more collective approach when it came to the production dj mustard coop the truth and saint mino as well as kenny beats all contribute to the beautiful soundscape of the album I can't wait to hear or see what else Vince has in store for the future. Number three, Drake and 21 Savage, her loss. I can see the look on your face. Say what you want to say about Drake's last few efforts or 21 Savage's ability as a lyricist. If bangers is what you're looking for, then look no further than her loss. 808 slaps, hi hats dancing, and Drake is in his bag flipping flows and pissing people off left and right. 21 plays Pippin to Aubrey's MJ, and that's a position that works for him just fine, making Drizzy two for two with collab projects. Word to the underrated What A Time To Be Alive. Back to her loss, though. According to Drake, this was part three of a trilogy that started with Certified Loverboy and the dance record Honestly Nevermind. Whatever the case, joints like Broke Boys, Major Distribution, and Privileged Rappers showcase the chemistry between the two have shared since 2016, sneaking. Each have solos as well, with Drake's Middle of the Ocean being the strongest, and the lone feature comes courtesy of Travis Scott on Pussy and Millions, which also works. I'm not gonna act like this is a perfect album or a classic, but. What what I am going to say is, if your New Year's resolution is to lose that quarantine weight, get that LA Fitness membership and put this album on loop. You'll have a six pack by the summer. Number two, push a T, It's Almost Dry. Having friends in high places can really pay off, especially if you're a rapper the caliber of Pusha T's and you're friends with two of the greatest hip hop producers of all time. Then you get to take your time selecting the best of the best production wise and drop an absolute superb body of work like he did with It's Almost Dry. His fourth solo album is 12 tracks, six produced by Pharrell, five produced by by Kanye West with one track co-produced by both. Like what? The album is as fire as it's supposed to be with joints like Brambleton, Hear Me Clearly and the standout Just So You Remember on automatic repeat. Throw in the single Neck and Wrist with that also coveted Jay-Z verse and you have yet again another fire project from King Push. Thankfully we didn't get cheated with only 7 tracks like last time. Number 1, Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Seeming like an eternity had passed since his last album Damn in 2017, it had some of us questioned whether Kendrick was ever going to drop music again. Well, May 8th, any doubts and concerns were immediately erased once you hit play on the surprise music video for the Heart Part 5. Arguably video of the year, that was all it took for many to forgive the 5 year disappearance. Dropping a few days later, the semi-conscious double album featured heavy themes like daddy issues, cancel culture, and therapeutic breakthroughs. Maybe too heavy for some, I'll admit I wasn't sure if the nature of the subject matter would hurt the replay value. Like, let's be honest, when is the next time you plan on purposely playing We Cry Together? Thankfully, there is more than enough on the album to revisit N95, Father Time, Die Hard, and Silent Hill, just to name a few. But arguably, the best song on the record goes to the Me Against the World anthem, Count Me Out. If this truly is the last TDE project from Kendrick, it caps off a spectacular five-album run that rivals anyone in hip-hop history. What did you guys think of this year in hip-hop? Like, if you had to give a letter grade. Personally, it was a lot to like. I'd give it a solid B leave a comment and let me know what you think throw in a few albums i missed too so i'll make sure to check them out don't forget to like and subscribe and check out more lists like this one until the next time i'm cj williams for culturalist theory i'm out